0: Welcome back to the Adam Schefter podcast. Week three of the NFL season coming up with some huge matchups, most notably the Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins and the Green Bay Packers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And with those two matchups in mind, we are going to be joined today by the Dolphins' outstanding young tight end, Mike Gesicki, who helped lead an improbable comeback last Sunday in Baltimore, and most notably, unveiled an outstanding version of the gritty dance that left me and others very jealous of his warp speed dance moves. We'll talk to Mike Kosicki about his gritty and the upcoming game against the Buffalo Bills. And how about the Miami Dolphins, right? For all this time, we've been hearing how the Dolphins blew it on Tua Well. Tua to Tunga-Vailoa threw six touchdown passes on Sunday at Baltimore, including four in the fourth quarter, something that hasn't been done by any NFL quarterback in 15 years. Now, let me also say this. I love Justin Herbert as a quarterback, and I think, and I've said, and have been criticized for this, that Justin Herbert's going to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's how good I think he is, and that's how outstanding I think his career will be. But let's also look at the facts of the situation. So far during his outstanding young NFL career, Justin Herbert is 16 and 18 as a starting quarterback. And Tua Tungavailoa is 15 and 8 as a starting quarterback. Now, he has not played Tua as well as Justin Herbert, but his performance is coming on. And he's surrounded by incredible talent and great speed. And is winning. And the most important stat of all for any quarterback is winning. We always talk about all the winning that Tom Brady's done, all the Super Bowls he's put together. Well, Tua Tunga Bailoa, fifteen and eight, compared to Justin Herbert, sixteen and eighteen. So, for all those people who continue to compare them, there's one other area that they can also be compared. Now, Sunday, the Dolphins will play a team that, right now, frankly, looks like a complete steamroller. Nobody has gotten in the way of Buffalo yet. We're two games into the season, and we've watched the Bills walk over the defending Super Bowl champions in Los Angeles and completely demolish the Tennessee Titans, who waved the white flag almost midway through the third quarter. And this Buffalo Bills team looks like a team right now that will not lose more than two or three games all year long. And I know it's a big game this week, but Buffalo looks like right now, early in the season, whatever that's worth, the team to beat. They look like a real legitimate Super Bowl contender. And If they lose two or three games, that means the road to the Super Bowl is going to go right through Buffalo. Good luck to the team trying to win in Buffalo in January. That is not going to be easy, but it is looking more and more like a Bills season ahead. Josh Allen has been stupendous will continue to be stupendous. And as long as you're getting that type of play at quarterback, your team always will be a viable, certifiable contender as Buffalo is. Speaking of being a contender, horrible injury for Trey Lance. You feel terrible for the kid. Hope he gets back next year and is fully healthy, but he's going to lose another year of his development. The 49ers, on the other hand, they get the quarterback back who led them to the NFC championship game next year. And while Trey Lance has the capabilities to grow into a good quarterback and have a higher upside than Jimmy Garoppolo. The fact of the matter is Jimmy Garoppolo gives this team from a football standpoint, a football sense, a better team to win and advance now. And with Jimmy Garoppolo back behind center as the 49ers quarterback for the rest of the season, the 49ers became a more dangerous team right now starting Sunday night against the Denver Broncos. The 49ers are back with Garoppolo, and Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback that the 49ers just can't break up with, just can't do it. They look around, they hope they find someone better to go out with, and each time they seem to turn back to Jimmy Garoppolo, and the two sides now, for better or worse, are stuck together, but for this season, it makes the 49ers a better football team, a more dangerous football team, a team that can compete in the NFC. And eventually, their hope and belief is that Trey Lance may get them there. But I don't know that that was going to happen this season. With Jimmy Garoppolo, it gives them a chance. That is another great matchup this week. The 49ers playing at the Denver Broncos, who are having some clock management issues right now. We've got some other great matchups this week. The Raiders and Titans. Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels was a Patriot assistant when the Titans head coach Mike Vrabel was a Patriots linebacker. We've got the Chiefs and the Colts. Colts really struggling. Really odd to see that happen right now. Lions, Vikings, and what looks like it might be a shootout. The Lions beat the Vikings in their last meeting in Week 13 last season, and they haven't won two straight against Minnesota since a three-game winning streak from 2016 to 2017. Baltimore's going to be angry, coming off its loss to Miami, traveling to New England against a Patriot team that's coming off a big victory against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And how about the Jets hosting the Bengals? What is going on right now with the Bengals? The Bengals are in the midst of a stretch where four of their five games from week two to six are on the road. Their only home game is week four against the Dolphins and the Dolphins are playing well and the Bengals can't protect Joe Burrow right now. That's a dangerous matchup for Cincinnati. Can you imagine the Bengals coming off a Super Bowl appearance, falling to 0-3? I'll tell you what, the Jets are playing inspired football. We got Carson Wentz hosting his former Philadelphia Eagles team. It's his first career game against the Eagles. The team he spent the first five seasons with in his NFL career, Saints, Panthers, Jaguars, Chargers, Rams, Cardinals. We mentioned the Packers and Buccaneers and Monday night. We have a great matchup on ESPN's Monday night football, Cowboys giants with Dallas traveling to New Jersey. The Cowboys are nine and one in their last 10 games against the Giants in the previous five seasons Giants trying to change that with their unbeaten great start right now. But as we mentioned, the game of the week might just be the Miami Dolphins hosting the Buffalo Bills. And as if there's not enough incentive to watch that game, enough storylines to follow in that game, Dolphins tight end Mike Kosicki is now offering some more. You got me, Mike? I got you. What's going on, man? How you doing? Can't complain, man. Can't complain. Doing well. First of all, that looks like a very nice view. That looks like a very nice view. Is that the view you wake up to every day, there, Mike? This is this is uh this is Fort Lauderdale right here.
1: Yeah, that is sweet. Yeah, this is uh this is definitely one of the perks of playing for playing for the Dolphins, living in uh, living in South Florida. That looks a little different than
0: New Jersey, Mike.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a little bit different than uh than up north. Um, yeah, it's definitely uh I, I like this I like this view a little bit better.
0: Yeah, I I, I wanted to reach out to you for a number of reasons. And congratulations on the start this season. It's been tremendous. Yeah, three catches on Sunday, but I saw something on Sunday that was unbelievable to me, and that was you doing the gritty.
1: <laughs> Listen, so I would say that you know Adam Schefter walked so I could run. You know, I mean, when you <laughs> when you when you hit it last year, you know, you you kind of open up the door for guys that. You know, lack a little bit of rhythm, you know, maybe could could use, uh, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, some help in the dancing department. So I, I just I just tried to, uh, you know, follow in your footsteps. And uh, <laughs> so it was it was definitely uh, it was definitely entertaining. And that was that was kind of my goal. I knew it was going to be absolutely hilarious. So that, that's why I did it. You took the uncool gritty to the next level. Exactly. Exactly. I was just trying to, you know, for for all the other you know, people in the world that have absolutely zero rhythm, you know, give them a little bit of confidence.
0: Now, were you actually rehearsing that at all in the practice field in the mirror? Give me the backstory to where you came up with your outstanding version of the gritty, Mike. So,
1: so I never practiced it like <laughs> when I was like on the field in practice. Um, I would like do it around my apartment and like one of our other tight ends, Durham Smythe, he would like always like think it was hilarious. My wife thought it was funny. And I was like, all right, like if I like if I score this week, like I'm doing it. And I was like, I know I'm gonna like. I know it's. I know it's going to go huge for being horrendous, um, and the the tough part is actually that like I'm better than what I put out there. I just got so excited and like I ran a 40 yard dash hitting the gritty. You know, like yeah. I was just I was just moving. It was the
0: gritty on speed, is what it exactly, was.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: So you know what? You you got to score again, and you just got to slow it down. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna calm down. I'm gonna I'm gonna gather myself, and I'm gonna.
1: I'm going to try to, you know, gain everybody's respect back.
0: Yeah, so if we score again, we have not seen the last of the Mike Kosicki Gritties. Correct. And I think that that would pro- as as long as it's successful, that would probably be the last. Uh, I feel
1: like I should leave it up to, you know, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, those guys. Um, you know, leave it up to them and then but I do feel like I have to redeem myself and then and then I'll then I'll retire.
0: See, I think you're shutting it off and closing off the boundaries too quickly because I do believe that there could be marketing opportunities here, Mike. Well, could, listen, if there could be something,
1: if there's any financial, uh, you know, opportunities from this and that, then then I'll, I'll keep doing it. I'll, I'll do it after after a one yard catch. You know, like I don't, I don't care what, I don't care what the situation
0: is. Like we got to talk to your agent and to have you paired with Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase in some kind of Super Bowl spot. Now you're talking. And by the way, like if they really needed somebody to look really bad in that spot, we know. Another person that might I be mean, available.
1: Me, you, uh, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. That that would be that would be a hell of a group right there. You know, teaching everybody all the different nuances of the gritty.
0: See, and when I did my gritty, here is the backstory that people don't even realize. Like I had no idea that that was going to happen. Right, no idea. What happened was we're out on the field in Chicago, and Steve Young was doing the gritty, and it was hysterical. Like it just got me going, and so I, bet. I followed him. But the camera never got him doing his version of the gritty. Only yep. I showed up, and I happened to be wearing these UGG boots, which I know how much certain people really like those UGG boots. I'm a fan of the UGG boots. Hey, let me tell you something. When we're in Chicago in December, I could care less what I look like. Yeah,
1: I actually, I actually have the uh, the exact same pair that you were wearing, so I'm 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 right on. Now I don't I don't know if that if that goes with you and I lacking rhythm and maybe style. I don't know, but no, no, Mike. This may be something, too. Yeah. This could be a gritty commercial for us in Ugg boots. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. I mean, I would say you probably have more of a platform. So if you get in touch with them, I'll I'll, I'll just follow right right in your footsteps.
0: How about this? If anybody reaches out to me for any sort of endorsement opportunities, which they haven't yet, Mike, and it's almost a full year. They haven't yet. But if they do, I will include you. And should anybody reach out to you, I would have to be a part of that spot as well. I'll be sure. Patrick Collins
1: at CA Ed. So if he, if he gets a, if he gets any um, word of any endorsement opportunities, we'll be in touch.
0: Well, let's send a message to Patrick right here. If he doesn't get this done, he has failed at his job. I couldn't agree more. Patrick's on the hot seat. There we go. This show is sponsored by better help. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Adam today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash Adam. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So how does it feel to be 2-0 and oh in Miami? Like, this has not happened very often, Mike. Yeah. So honestly, man,
1: especially with, you know, the, the two teams that we played so far this year in New England and Baltimore. I mean, those are those are two really talented teams. Um, and this past week, obviously, you know, coming back from from the day that, that we were in um, being 2-0, it definitely uh, it's exciting. You know, it kind of gives confidence to a team with a new head coach, a team with a young quarterback. Um, so it's, it's exciting, man. It, it's cool. It's fun. Um, and now, you know, we got it, we got a, you know, really big test, uh, this up.
0: And we're going to get to that upcoming test, but I have to tell you the story that I wanted to share with our mutual friend and Nolan. Okay. I have a friend who is as diehard a Dolphins fan as there can be like this guy lives and breathes with you. And and actually I need to introduce you to this guy on a okay. separate note. Okay. Which we could talk about some other time, but anyway, he's a huge Dolphins. I'm not going to use his name on air cause I don't want to embarrass him. Okay. But at halftime of Sunday's game, as he explained oh, to boy. me on Monday, you know where I'm going with this, right? Yep. He shut it off. He couldn't take it anymore. He Unfortunately, couldn't take that it means anymore. that
1: I don't care how big of a fan he is, he can no longer watch the game. That means well, it, it is what it is.
0: Well, as he told to me, all of a sudden at 5.30, he looked down and there were 18 texts and voicemails from various people. And he said as soon as he saw this high number, he knew – that something magical had happened. Yeah, and At exactly. that point, he sat down and watched what he couldn't watch earlier in the day.
1: All the highlights. Hey, man, listen, it was uh, it was definitely definitely a comeback. Uh, I think I think the number was like zero for seven hundred and eleven teams to be in that kind of deficit later and to start the fourth quarter. So uh, I can't say I entirely blame them, but uh, the odds
0: weren't in our favor, but we did it. And what, what is the feeling of a player? Let's be honest here. When when you're down in a spot like that, is there any part of you that thinks this could be over? Any part of you? So I've been on teams that, I mean,
1: when I played back in 2019 in Miami, I mean, we struggled for majority, I mean, definitely the first half of the season. And we were on the wrong side of a lot of, uh, you know, big time losses. Um, but like, this is, this is a team that, you know, we're talented in all phases and we got um, guys to make plays that in, in a hurry. So a deficit like that in a game where, you know, our defense was kind of getting rolling in the second half, we knew that we were going to have a couple opportunities. Um, and then, I mean, Tyreek ran by him one play. And then the next time they just acted as if he wasn't on the field and they just didn't cover him. And uh, so, I mean, if there's definitely anybody on the field that you're going to cover, it's definitely that guy. But um, we had, we, we had the the football gods in our favor in the second half right there.
0: How would you describe the amount of speed that you have at the wide receiver position on the offensive side of the ball?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, we're definitely, you know, built for, you know, big plays and um, explosive plays, whether it's, you know, Tyreek or Jalen or in the backfield. The speed continues with Raheem Mostert. I mean, we got like elite speed you know, the, we have, we have some, some good speed and great speed in other positions, but, like, some elite speed, like some of the top in the league um, in, a, in a couple different positions. So to have that, it definitely puts, you know, a lot of stress on the defense. Um, and to to this point, um, you know, it's just been exciting to watch these guys just fly down the field.
0: On Monday night, Steve Young on Monday Night Countdown pointed out something that I hadn't thought of and made me think. He said – He watched Tua's footwork over the summer, and a light went on for him. He's like, wow, he got it. Now, I wouldn't even know to look at his feet and to think like that, but Steve Young, a Hall of Fame quarterback, claims that he instantly detected there was a huge difference in Tua. What, to you, has been the biggest difference in Tua's game this season?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to go – I'm going to follow following your footsteps there. I know nothing about quarterback footwork. So <laughs> if, Steve, if Steve Young says it, I'm assuming it's going to be correct. But, uh, I mean, too is just – he's he's super confident right now. He's taking chances. Um, like, he put a ball up to me in the back of the end zone and just kind of just put it up there and gave me a shot. Like, he's throwing these deep ones to Tyreek. Um, he's threading the needle to Jalen. Like, he's he's making, making a lot of plays where he's trusting himself, where, you know, maybe in the past he – he would have held it for a second longer, or, or you know, maybe taking a check down here, check down there. I mean, he's 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 believing in himself. He's super confident, and he's given the playmakers on the field opportunities to make plays. And um, you know, guys are guys are making plays for
0: him. So let's be clear about this: you don't know about quarterbacks footwork, but you know plenty about tight ends footwork, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That that's exactly what I thought. Okay, when we bring up Mike McDaniel, what is the one thing that people should know? About your head coach?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, everybody kind of sees, um, you know, all the stuff in the media how he's always joking around, having fun. You know, he's kind of, um, you know, always enjoying himself, whether it's at the podium or whatever. Um, but I mean, for us as players, you know, having having a guy like that, um, just kind of keeping it, keeping it lighthearted, keeping it, you know, fun, enjoyable. Um, it's 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 fun, and and as a as a player to have a player's coach, you know, a guy that you know, wants everybody to have fun. Wants everybody to be themselves. Um, it's it's awesome, and I think that you know a lot of guys are buying into you know what he preaches day in and day out, and you know how to how to play fast and how to how to have fun out there and just you know let it loose. Um, and I mean, he he came in at halftime the other day when we were down you know a couple scores, and he was like he's like yo he's like we got plenty of time, and honestly, like I like the outcome of this game is not the end all be all. Like, I just want us to go out there and have fun and enjoy ourselves. And if stuff works out our way, then great. Like, like, let's just go see how it all, you know, comes out. And it's exactly what we did. And guys are having fun and, you know, guys are enjoying themselves. Big plays are happening. And then before you know it, you know, we walk out of there with a win. Have
0: you ever heard a coach deliver a message like that at halftime?
1: I mean, just like, just to keep it so, like, real with us and be like, guys, listen, like, we're just going to go out there, have fun, enjoy ourselves, do our thing. And like, if it works out for us, like, let's just go do it. And to not like put everybody in a stressful situation, not to yell and scream and tell us what we're doing wrong, like, just to have fun, like, like that's it keeps it it keeps it light and it keeps guys you
0: know stress free. Go out there, have fun, and make plays. But he doesn't look like a head coach. He doesn't act like a head coach. He doesn't talk like a head coach. Right? But he's a head coach, and you guys are doing a great job right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, you know, and I, I think he would say the same thing, like. Like you're not looking at him like, oh man, like this guy, you know he's he's been around the game forever. but like he knows what he's talking about. He 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 knows all the X's and O's. I know he I know he claims to have played. Um, I don't I don't I've never seen any of the film, so we'll have to we'll have to go back and find a couple clips. Um, but I mean, he knows exactly what he's doing, man. He knows all the X's and O's. He he knows the the, the type of guys he has on the team and how to maximize everybody's
0: abilities not to give anybody more work but there are people that facilitated this call like i bet you that if they reached out to yale university and said is there any footage of this guy playing in right. college like like you could put that up on the screen in a meeting and- oh that
1: would that's actually that's a great idea i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to you know dive a little bit deeper into this this way you know cuz the other day he he wanted to make fun of me for for the gritty and you know put up put up some videos of people on social media so I would I would love to you know kind of throw a curveball in there and kind of get back at him.
0: Yeah, payback's tough, and it's very exactly. simple. All you have to do is call the uh, sports information department at Yale and say I need somebody to come up with some clips of Mike McDaniel. Now I'll tell you what, I'll go partners with you. I'll go do it if I can use the clips. Great.
1: I mean, listen as as long as long as there's. As long as there's some footage out there, I'd love to see it. Hey,
0: we're partners in crime here. If we're going to do commercials together, we're going to come up with video. We're going to uncover videos together too, Mike.
1: That's right. Right? I, listen, I trust you.
0: Okay, great. I'm on it. I'm on it. We'll,
1: we'll see if I can come up with the videos. I figure if there's anybody that can get the information, it's you. I mean, I feel like, like, <laughs> like when, I said, when, when I was told I had an interview with you, I was like, I mean, this guy already knows all the information that I'm about to say, so I don't know. <laughs> well,
0: that's very kind of you. I appreciate yeah. you saying that. Well, before I let you go, huge game this Sunday. Can you remember a more anticipated game during your time in Miami? Um, I mean, honestly,
1: I know, you know, it hasn't, at least in my, you know, now five years, but four years prior, um, you know, we've had a couple of big games here and there. Uh, We've actually, in 2020, went to Buffalo with technically a play-in game, like if we would have won, you know, we're in. Um, But, you know, a lot of the stuff, kind of, all that kind of stuff's in the past, and it's a it's an exciting opportunity. Um I know, you know, the stadium's going to be rocking. I know, you know, Buffalo's going to come in ready to go and um you know, I'm excited for the opportunity. I know everybody else is. So uh I'm I'm not ready yet, man, but we
0: got we got a long week ahead of us to prepare and uh you know, then by Sunday we'll be ready to roll. Well, Rex Ryan always says that Miami in September is the toughest place in the league to play. <laughs>
1: I was walking out of the facility today to my truck and by the time I got there, I was drenched in sweat.
0: So <laughs> And Buffalo will have to deal with that on Sunday. And I can tell you this, the fans, I'm not sure what they'd rather see you do, the gritty on speed, or Jalen do the waddle. Like, those are two big options for the fans to get them all fired up and to get them even more involved in the game. That's true. That's true. Hey, I want to thank you very much for the time today. Truly appreciate it. Lots of luck this Sunday and for the rest of the season. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. And there he is, the Miami Dolphins' tight end, Mike Kosicki, coming off the huge win. Over the Baltimore Ravens and looking forward to an equally and maybe even bigger game this Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. Should be a phenomenal matchup there in Miami. We'll see how that one works out. I do hope that by Sunday, if you don't mind me saying so, that DirecTV gets its phone app together by then. Because this is two straight Sundays now. The first traveling to Seattle. The second traveling home from New York City in an hour Uber ride where the Sunday ticket app has not worked at all. And I never complain, ever complain about airlines being late like some of my other colleagues or anything like that. But Sunday ticket, let's get this together. We got a big week. Week three, two straight weeks. The Sunday ticket app has not worked on my phone. Killing me. We got to get that together. I'm hoping that they can come through for me in a way, if I don't mind saying, that I've come through for a couple of my fellow ESPN employees. On this very podcast last month. We mentioned a story about how on a random Sunday, I got a random call from one of my friends out in Denver, Colorado named Steve, and he happened to be in a restaurant, and somehow the restaurant gave him back Steve Levy's American Express card at a time when Steve Levy was there to broadcast a Broncos preseason game. So my friend Steve called me and said, hey, I have Steve Levy's credit card and he has mine. Can you get him on the phone? And when I called Steve Levy, he was completely dumbfounded that somehow I knew that his American Express card was missing. And not only did I know it was missing, but I knew how he could get it back. And I connected the two Steves and they were able to do an exchange. Well, I now think that I'm going to change my title from ESPN's Senior NFL Insider to ESPN's Senior Credit Card Insider, Senior Amex Insider. Because once again, and what are the chances of this? On Friday, I had a friend of mine named Jeff who lives in New York City, but happened to be walking on a beach somewhere in Connecticut. I don't even know where. And he texted me out of nowhere and he said, Do you know Shay Cornette? And I said, Of course I know Shay Cornette. She works at ESPN. Yeah, how come? And he said, I found her American Express card on the beach. So I reached out and I got Shay Cornette's phone number and I called Shay at home last Friday and I said, Shay, this is Adam Schefter. Are you missing your American Express card? And she said, not that I know of. And I said, check your wallet. And she checked her wallet. And lo and behold, she was missing her American Express card. And I said, fear not, Shay, don't worry. She's like, where is it? I said, I have it. Or at least I have a friend who has it. And so two times in one month, what would be the chances of this? Some friend of mine, one in Denver, one in New York, called me to let me know that they had the American Express card of another ESPN employee. Very strange. So I think now I am shifting to becoming an American Express insider moving forward. Steve Levy has his credit card back. Shea Cornette has her American Express card back. And I will continue to try to keep ESPN fellow employees safe from losing their American Express cards across country. All right. We want to thank the Dolphins' outstanding young tight end, Mike Kosicki, who I hope to be appearing on some sort of national campaign with here in good time. We want to thank my producer, Christina Buswell, for putting together this podcast. And we want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in to another Adam Schefter podcast. Please join us again next week. We'll have more information, interviews, insight. Until then, enjoy week three.